0: Sakti Yvam is Daf Yud Zayin page seventeen, side A. Zoy Khadyov, that is Khadyov. Nahar Goizon Zoy Ginzak. And v'orei Ore Modoy Zoy Chemdan Vihavare Seho. Those is Chemdon and the cities that surround it. The and other people say that what is the meaning of Ore Modai Zoy Nihar V Seho? And Nihar and surrounding cities. Who are the surrounding city? Omar Shmuel says, "Rab Shmuel mushke chidke v'dumke." Those are the chaveresah. Omar Rabbi Yechonon says, "Rabbi Yechonon lifso." All these people of these places uh, is uh, worried that they are mamzerim because they got mixed in the. Ten tribes amongst the uh, non-Jewish uh, people, David is and they married them for wives, and their sons were uh, kosher. Uh, not like we said before that a yid that marries has a relationship, with a is the child. The child is a mamzer. Uh, but the only reason is because they weren't careful with their children, Arayis, and they married or intermarried with a relative. So therefore, the majority of their sons are mamzerim. Gomorrah goes back to the words of Rabbi Yehuda earlier in Tezayin Amal after Rabbi Yehuda brings the statement of Rabbi Asi, that betrothed a Jewish uh, woman. In our days, we worry about the Kiddushin so he says kamrit kamay de shmul when i said what Rabasi said in front of Shmuel, shmul amarli but Shmuel said to me but the pasukim says in the varim pedig design pasigimul veles raten bam bitkhav says bincha ma khalai wadelki ma so from here we learn that bincha habo min Yisraelis kori bincha it's only your son who comes from your mother, your daughter, who is Jewish, that's called your son. Over there it says that he, his father will remove him from Hashem, because he's Jewish. But But your son that comes from a non-Jewish, is not called your son. No, it's only her son, because over there, we don't say that she will remove the uh, the wife of your son, the guy she will remove your son, like it says by the son of your daughter that married to a goy, And that is because this son has the relationship after his non-Jewish mother and is not called your son. So from here, we have evidence that the Jewishness of the baby is determined by the mother, not by the father. So therefore, we don't have to worry by Nevit And nowadays, maybe his father is from the sons of the ten tribes and the mother is non-Jewish, because he would be non-Jewish for all matters. Why is but there is the daughters of the twelve, ten tribes that were married to Jehovah, whose sons are Jewish. And Ravina says, so the fact that the Torah says, that you shouldn't give your daughter to the Goish son, because he will remove your son from me, so from here we learn, that that the... The son of your daughter that comes from the goy who's married to a goy is called your son, because the Torah calls uh, Ben Bitechah calls him the son of your daughter. He calls him bincha. It Says es Macharai, which means his son, which is the son of your daughter. So here we see that a son goes after the Jewish mother, and not like, and not after the father, the goyish father. So. Why don't we worry about Kedushchev Kikhovim? Maybe his mother is from the daughters of the Ten Tribes and he's a Yishroh mouser What one answer is Gemara Gemira we have by tradition. The B'nose Dahu Dore Yitzteru that The, 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 uh, the daughters of the Ten Tribes that went into the Golos Asher, uh, they... Uh, their womb split and they became uh, barren, and therefore we don't have to worry. Maybe they are the people over there are descended of those women. The mother brings now Shmuel differently. Amri. Others say uh, that uh, that uh, that abuse said Kamrito when I said the words of Rabasa He said to me They did not move from that basin in that generation, If the they made the sons of the ten tribes like complete Goyim and they took out their Kedushanshik. Namar, because it says in Hishaya uh, Peri Key Pasigimu, Bashem, Bogodu, Kibonim Zorim Yelodu. they betrayed Hashem and they gave birth to strange children. Therefore even if he is from the son of the ten tribes, his Kiddushim is considered like Kiddushim of and we don't worry about it at all. Yosef, Rab Yosef, So Rab Yosef was sitting behind Rab Kanah. Rab Kana came, the Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda was sitting in front of Rabbi Yehuda. But Yosef Yosef and Rabbi Yehuda was sitting and saying, "Asidin Yisrael, that the Jewish people were going to make a holiday a Yom Tev, when Tarmid will be destroyed because these people were Mamzedim and they would get mixed in into the community and they caused an increase of this of of non-kosher amongst the Jewish people. But Tarmid had already been destroyed and the one that answered that he, the one that was destroyed Tamuid, Hawaii. Uh, that was Tamuid but Tarmuid has not yet been destroyed. Rabbi Shomer gives another answer Hainu Tarmuid, Hainu Tamoid, it's the same city. But it wasn't completely destroyed. And uh, whenever part was destroyed, it would double itself in the other part. If one side has been destroyed, the other side is, 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 is built. And if on this side it was destroyed, they would settle it from the other side. Yosif Rav Amnuna to Ula. Rav was sitting in front of Ula. And he was asking questions in front of him. Omar, so Ula said about Rav Amnuna, Mo uh, Gavro, How great is this person? How much power does he have? He loved the Harpanya Uh Had it not been that his city that he lives is Harpanya, which doesn't have uh, people that have a Yichas that are of good lineage. Ixif so, what happened is, so Rabamnun got uh, embarrassed uh, from what Ula said. Omar so Ula said, Ksav gul, gul so yavid. For which city do you pay the money of the tax for each head? Omar so Rabamnun said, Lipumnare, to the city of Pumnare, I bring the tax. Omar so came So you're not from Harpanya, but you're rather you're from Pumnara. What, what is Harpanya? Why is it called Harpanya? Um Rabbi Rabbi says uh Harpanya is a abbreviation of Shahar Shakul Penibay. It's a mountain which all the disqualified people uh, that can't find a woman to marry turn there because the people in that place are not considered um, Yuchosim, and they would do a shirach, they would get married with the psalm. In the Mish, the Braisi would learn, anybody who did not know the lineage of his family, the and his tribe, and therefore he had a hard time marrying, finding a woman that would want to marry him, Nifna he would turn to them, and over there they would agree to get married. Omar Rava says, Vihi Amukomish Oil. Larpanya is deeper it's worse than the uh, sheol than the Gehenim. <laughs> because by the sheol it says in so that i will redeem them from the Gehenim and from death i will free them that so the means that the people who sit in the sheol have a uh, a fix and assembly was going to redeem them but the did who but the disqualification of the Bnei Harpanya, Les Lutakanto, they don't have no correction, they're always going to be puzzled. Psulei Harapania, why were they puzzled the people of Harapania? Mishum, Psulei the Meshon, because they were close to the city of Meshon and the people of Meshon. And why is Psulei the Meshon? That was Mishum, the Tarmid, because that's close to Tarmid and they would be mixing in with the people of Tarmid. Psulei the Tarmid, why are they puzzled themselves? And the Mishum, because of the servants of Shlomo. They married, they took marriage from the Jewish women and they settled there. And their grandchildren became Amzerim, as we learned earlier. So, what people say, a large kab and a small that means that all the small and big, they all are rolling down and they go to shoil to And from shoil, they go to Tarmid. We'll start the Perek Shani, the second chapter, the Perek Mishnah. So, in the beginning of the Masechta, we learned that a, a wife of the deceased, would not come, fall to the Yobbam, if it's a brother that was born after he died. And therefore, the wife of this brother that was not with the Yobbam when he was alive, at the same time, she would be prohibited to the to the bro- deceased brothers, why? Because it's Ervas Aishas och It's the wife of his brother without the mitzvah of Yibo because there's no mitzvah. And which would be koris. But the Mishnah also stated that she would also exempt the soroso and the Tsar of the Tsorra, the second wives, from Yibma Khalitza. Like all the rayas that they exempt. But here we're trying to figure out in that case in which the wife of the deceased brother there is no real reason to exempt the tzara because all of the wives are prohibited uh, on the uh, they're all prohibited all the all the wives of the brothers and they're also exempt from Yenam Chalitza because he is a brother, the wife of a brother, that was not in the world. So they would be automatically exempt. So there has to be uh, the exemption of a by the ashes achs it needs to be through another case, another nephila, which we have to exempt because of Torah So the Mishnah says, what's that case? zog the Mishnah... How was the case of the wife of a brother that wasn't on the in the world together? They weren't at the same time, would exempt the Sarah. So let's say we had Ruven and Shimon, they were shnei achim, they were two brothers together. And then the Reuben marries Sarah. And Shimon marries Rivka. So, Ruvain, so there were two brothers together in the world. And then Ruvain marries Soda. Shimon marries Rivka. Mehem. And then one of them, say Ruvain, dies without children. So now Sara falls for even before Shimon. And before he had a chance to be Meyabunur, Lahem, oh they born to them a brother whose name was Levi. And then Shimon, who's the second brother, he married, he was Miyabim Sora, the uh, wife of his brother Ruven, that is permissible to him. And then Umeis. And then Shimon dies without children. So Sora and Rivka are before Levi for Yibum. So they're both exempt from Yidnuchalitza. Because Sora, the first one, Arishaina, who was Shimon She would be exempt from Yibum because Shum Asus Achiv because she's a wife of the brother that wasn't there in the world. And Vishashniyah and Rivka, the wife of Shimon, the second one brother, is also Talevi Mishum Tzoroso, because she's the Tzorah of Tzorah, the wife of the brother that wasn't in his world. And that is only when Shimon uh, married, or it was miyabim uh, before his death, Sora, the wife of Reuven, with a complete Yibu Minatoira. And that's the way Rivka became his second wife. If he did not, he wasn't intimate with her, but also by Maimer, He only did Maimer, which means he was Meqadashi with Kedushim of uh Ashtar, um, and then Shimon dies, so then, Shliya Misyabemus. So the second one, takes Chalitza to Levi, not Misyabem, because the Maimer does not really, acquire the Yubama only Medrabona, Sora is not considered to be fully, the wife of Shimon, only partially, therefore, although that Sura is exempt, from Chalitza Yibam, because she is the, Wife of the brother who wasn't in the world, but yet Rivkes Chayevus is obligated Chalitza from Levi because Midaraisa, she's not a Tzoras Erva because the Maimer that Shema was Makadish Sora or not Minatoira. But she's not Misya because she becomes a Tzoras Erva. Midrabonon through the Maimer that he did by Sora, and Midrabonon, she's Osir because it's a Tzoras Ervas Ashes. Okay, there are some there are some people that have the written version And others have the Girsa that and the difference so Dr. Mandetoni, whoever reads Rishoyna for Sora that fell to Levi twice, Le Tabish isn't making a mistake. And also Mandetoni for Sora and he calls Rivka the Rishoyna also Le Mishtabes, not making a mistake. Because they really mean the same thing. So it explains the Gemara. Mandetoni...